Greetings and welcome to the Plus Podcast with Mark West. This week, Plus takes a trip to the movies. I recently spoke to Madeline Shepard from the International Centre for Mathematical Sciences in Edinburgh. Madeline set up the Maths Film Festival that screened during the recent Edinburgh International Science Festival. The three films that were screened were Flatland, Pi and Cube. And we spoke about the maths in each of these movies, how mathematics was used to illustrate other facets of the movies, how the mathematicians were portrayed and her plans for future Maths Film Festivals. I'm chatting to Madeline Shepherd from the International Centre for Mathematical Sciences about the Maths Film Festival, which has been running at the Edinburgh Science Festival this week. Would you like to tell us about the film festival and the films you've chosen and why you chose these films? Thanks, Mark. My motivation for doing this was that about this time last year, I heard about a film based on a Victorian novel that I really love called Flatland, a romance of several dimensions. And... It struck me as something that was almost impossible to translate into film and I was really, really keen to see what it was. And I thought the only way I'm going to see this film is if I can persuade our local art house cinema to show it. The best way to do that was to approach them to do a screening of that film and possibly some others to coincide with the science festival and have film-based discussions afterwards to make it a more inclusive event. And we've done things like this in the past, but not with mathematics. Um, as a, a voluntary organisation, I've worked with Edinburgh Women's Science Forum and we've had women in science film screenings and ones on genetic engineering and on nuclear weapons. We had the famous film Dr Strangelove for that one. So I came along and thought, I'll talk to the director of Filmhouse about this and see what he thinks. And he went, oh, yes, that's brilliant. Oh, yes, we could do that. We'll, we'll try and track it down. But obviously we had deadlines to meet. The director of Filmhouse thought, three films make a season or a festival. And so we have to find other films by the time that the Science Festival need to know what they are to put them in the Science Festival's programme. So given constraints of booking films in advance and knowing what was licensed for public performance and so on, we ended up choosing uh, two other films to support Flatland, which were also independently made and quite challenging with their material, although they may not have been particularly mathematical, um, especially Cube. It does have plot points that turn on mathematics, but basically it's not a film about mathematics or mathematicians. Whereas Pi is a film about a mathematician, but it's really a film about madness as seen from the point of view of the person suffering. And so far we've had screenings of Flatland and Pi, both of which have been very successful and have had really quite stimulated uh, discussions from the audience afterwards. We're looking forward to Cube. And tonight we saw Pi, which as you mentioned is more about a man's fall into madness than about the mathematics itself. He thinks that there's patterns underlining everything. 
in nature and he thinks he can predict the stock market. What did you think of the film? What, what's Pi really about? Well, first of all, it's not about Pi. It's actually a very slightly misleading title because there are occasional references to it as a, a number and there's even one bit with graphics where he's got this number on his computer screen and the, the camera focuses in on the string of numbers and it's 314 is the bit and it disappears into the middle of the one and becomes a whiteout on the screen. So, so it's there in the film, but it's re- really the, the pattern that uh, Max, the central character, is obsessed with is the golden section which is uh, a ratio that was known to the Greeks and to Leonardo da Vinci and is known to be quite um, pleasing to the eye and it's used in a lot of Renaissance painting and so on. So, But that none of that came into the film, <laughs> of course. Uh, what Max was doing was trying to use this ratio and other patterns derived from it to analyse the stock market, to understand the fabric of the universe and how it's put together. Now, there are fairly serious people out there who think that this is complete bunk, that everything's probabilistic and you cannot actually do anything like this. It's because Max's view of the world is completely deterministic, which is quite the converse of that. And a lot of quantum mechanics shows us that um, probabilism is the way forward um, and you can't define things as tightly as, as he was trying to do and that that was really the source of his madness. And so the source of his madness is possibly in his mathematics. But there's always the open question of whether he would have been just as crazy if he had been an artist, a poet or a painter, um, and he just would have expressed it in a different way. so it's, it's a story of a young man and the pressures that come from within and without because other people know about his work on these number patterns and want to exploit them for their own ends. In the end, he steps back from actual suicide but does something pretty drastic to himself and that's where the film ends. You don't know what progresses in his life after that. So kind of sad but ambiguous ending. Well, some of the mathematicians in the audience didn't particularly like the fact that, uh, I won't spoil the ending, but what he does to himself removes his mathematical ability and then becomes sane again and is no longer mad. Uh, There are also some interesting pressures on him from uh, the financial world and from uh, a Jewish group who think that the Torah is completely encoded and that this... There's this one number that is the the name of God encoded in the Torah. I read a book called The Bible Code a little while ago, which was a little bit about this. What do you uh, what do you make of that? I haven't uh, really paid much attention to the Bible Code or indeed the Da Vinci Code, um, although that was. Um obviously referenced 10 years before the book was written in this film because da Vinci is mentioned as somebody who's used the golden section in his paintings. But and I don't know how deeply the uh, Kabbalistic analysis of the Torah goes, but it, I know it is there, and I know there are also other religious viewpoints that also take this uh, numerological analysis to its extremes as a an ancient Greek version also called the Gematria, and um, that wasn't explored in the film at all. But you know, it, it's not uncommon in other cultures to to come across this 
seeking for patterns in the language. I am aware of it and I'm aware that it's very popular in lots of ways but in much the same way that horoscopes are popular. And what made you choose these three films over perhaps more famous films such as A Beautiful Mind or, or Proof? Well, Proof is an easy one to answer because we couldn't get up a licence for public performance, otherwise I would have chosen it over Cube. Films like A Beautiful Mind are perhaps more straightforward and accessible to a, a wider audience because they're straight linear storytelling from an exterior point of view, not from the point of view of the person suffering. Although, actually, it's quite interesting in A Beautiful Mind because you are led through the beginning of it with his imaginary friend and you don't know he's an imaginary friend until much later on in the film. So, so it's not completely linear in that sense. But I think Filmhouse wanted to keep a theme of extreme fiction and independent filmmaking, if we could, so that it... The, the three films together sat well. So Flatland was made by one man who sold his business and spent two years in solitary confinement in a, with a computer, but in a good way, according to his own writing. And Pi was made by one man who managed to catch $100 off all of his friends and family to finance it and used his credit cards to the max and then managed to... But he did manage to get a proper cinema release for it, unlike Flatland. Cube was a first film by a young Canadian filmmaker up to ten years ago who was uh, independent in that he was financed by the Canadian equivalent of an arts council. So they were films that all had a similar sort of background, a similar sort of history, and so we felt that it, it was a good theme. Are you planning on running this film festival next year? And what films might you look out for? Well, we'd obviously look out for anything new. So obviously that answers your first question, which was, yes, we think it could happen next year. Filmhouse, when we were planning this one, were saying things like, no, save that idea for next year. So I think it's not necessarily in the bag because it depends on what's actually available and also whether ICMS wants to continue with this or whether we want to do a lecture series. But it's very likely that something will happen. We were thinking that independent documentaries might be an interesting way to go. There's a documentary maker called George Zala who has made a film about Paul Erdos called N is a Number. Because it was made after Erdos's death, it's not got uh, interviews with him um, that are current, obviously, but it's got interviews with lots of people who worked with him, and as anyone who knows their history of modern maths, everyone in maths community has an Erdos number, which is a bit like six degrees from separation from Kenneth Bacon, but it's, it's six degrees of separation from Paul Erdos. So there's loads of people who worked with him, or whose floor he slept on because he didn't have a house, and uh, who drank coffee with him and stuff like this. And, and loads of anecdotes about him. So that sounded like an interesting film about an interesting person who was it strange, but not mad. So I think the next series has to be Maths is Not Mad. Uh <laughs>
Well, that's about all the time we have for this edition of the Plus Podcast. For all the latest news and views on mathematics and mathematicians, mad or otherwise, check out the Plus website at plus.maths.org. That's plus.maths.org. There you will find reviews of the original book of Flatland, of the movie Pi, and other scientific films. My name's Mark West. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time on the Plus Podcast. Mm.